Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by uh, Todd Young on speakerphone and Vance in the front of his truck, also on speakerphone. Um, I'm all by myself out in the pole barn. Right now, Vance and Todd are driving to where in Wisconsin? Madison. Madison for the... PMTT. Leg number three? And we decided to do a podcast while they are driving. Right now, you guys are Cleveland area? Yes. Got three late start. Fixed all day. Okay, so they, uh, they're on the Bluetooth. So we're going to probably hear some interesting noise. I apologize for the audio, but this should be interesting. Uh, they're together. Vance's hands on the wheel. Uh, Todd, so he can sound clear, he has his arm around Vance to get closer to the uh, speaker for the Bluetooth. And, uh, yeah, so if anyone out there who might listen, honk the horn, we might be able to hear you on the podcast if you're in Cleveland right now. I know this isn't live, but it's a shot. Um, so, but that wouldn't work either. Well, <clears throat> this podcast is brought to you by Fatty Z Musky Products. FattyZMusky.com, Fatty Z Musky Products on Facebook, Instagram. Um, we're also brought to you by Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, MCFishingGuides.com, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook. Like Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, friends Todd Young and St. Croix Rods, best on earth. They will be using them in the PMTT. At least, I yes, they should be. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. Baker Bates, check out Zach. Zach's been pretty active on Facebook as of late. Uh, I'm not sure how you can get into his little group. I should probably figure that out, but his group's growing pretty big. It's filling up my timeline quite a bit. Uh, Makes a nice crankbait, probably the nicest paint job you're going to see. Definitely check him out. He's a huge supporter of the podcast. He's a good guy. Um, If you do get in touch with him, tell him that you heard heard his plug on on the podcast it goes a long ways to help keep this podcast going and uh we appreciate the support zach thank you very much huh <sighs> i think i hit them all um all right guys you have been busy in your boats as of recent i saw a facebook post uh that both boats were running today G- give us an update of what's been happening yeah, we had uh, we both you know advanced that another truck too, but the last couple of days tried to get last last trips in before we left for Wisconsin. Why we're we're still trying to figure out why we signed up to this tournament, but uh, we'll figure <laughs> hopefully hopefully we have a good reason when we are our way home, well, but we'll we'll figure that out later. But uh, yeah, we we had two days in the same groups in Pittsburgh for a couple of days and. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we met them at 7 o'clock. That means up a little after 5, getting ready. And uh, now we're going to see how fast we can make it to Wisconsin after fishing all day. Uh, yeah, a little crazy. I'm making Vance drive. I'm old school for this crap, but he's a good driver. Vance, any comment on, on claiming you're a good driver? I'm, I'm staring at the skyline of Cleveland right now. That had nothing to do with your driving. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's an odd odor out there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're, we're not very far into the trip. I don't think we're going to make it. The arrival time in Madison is like 4.30 or 5 a.m. I don't think we'll be worth it. Worth anything if we get there anyhow. So we're going to get a little bit of free fishing. I was there just like one time in 2001. So I mean, at least I can, I'll remember a little bit of stuff. Yeah, we're just going to go, go hit it up. Uh, you know, they're always fun. It's always hectic. I wish we had a few more days to fish out here, but uh, we'll do what we can do. Two days free fishing and uh, two days in the tournament. Are, are you guys planning to kind of do the same thing you did in Kentucky? You're just going to troll it up and work, you know? Yeah, that's, most, most definitely that's the plan. I mean, we brought some casting rods, but this lake's pretty big. I mean, the map says it's like 9,000 acres. I don't remember it being that large, but uh, I'm sure it is. If the map says it's 9,000, that's a big size lake. That's the upper lake, the one that gets it, right in, uh, it, it's right to the Capitol building. It sits right on the lake. And uh, then there's a couple little, there's more like a passageway there, and then there's the lower lake, a couple thousand acres. So there's lots of water, you know. I have a few places I'm sure we'll check out. I mean, I know where most of the guys fish for. It's probably the same. I mean, we're going to try to see if we can come up with some type of pattern trolling here, and uh, whether it be in the, uh, you know, uh, however. Uh, you're allowed to run three rods a person up here free fishing, so get a chance to go through some lures, try some different things, and that, that always makes it nice. You know, now we'll, we'll be down to one rod for the tournament, but, uh, yeah, looking, looking forward to it, you know. And it'd be nice to get on another body of water. I mean, I haven't fished anywhere, but Chautauqua since, uh, you know, on Memorial Day. So, Nice. Now, I this is I, I did some math in my head. The fish that you guys are after would have been born when you last fished the lake. The year. Yeah, there would probably be there would probably be stuff in 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 there. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, that, that that would be a while ago. Yeah. You, you you're looking for the fifteen year old fish. That's what you're after. Oh yeah. Oh god. So you want a mess of thirty fours? With that? You want a mess of thirty fours? Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll take whatever. As long as I think they got to be thirty four. I don't even know yet, but we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out later. Uh, when, once we get there, sometimes they. I know they don't go to thirty. Uh, thirty inches here. I think they just do that early at Cape Run. So. Okay. Well, we made the first wrong turn of the trip. Yeah, we already made a rough turn, but we're in uh, I'm in Cleveland. downtown Cleveland, and I uh, yeah, I could have sworn that exit that stay, you know, stay on, you know, in this lane for ninety, and now I'm on a detour for yeah, you're four alternate alternate route. Well, let me ask you this. Since we're using Vance's phone for the podcast, why isn't Todd's phone up with the map? 
The map is up. The map is up, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the map's up. We're good. I think we're going to get right back on. Yeah, we're going to get right back it's on. Fine. <laughs> what happens? We get into a little construction there. You know what they're like. Oh, they're very clearly marked. I'm shocked that you guys got confused. Especially at night. Everything is well lit, and the signs tell you exactly where to go. Pulling a boat makes it easier than, say, driving a small car. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is nice. Yeah, I mean, in that boat, what's the beam on your boat, Vance? About, I don't know, three and a half feet, so it's not like you're hugging any lanes, you know? Yeah, it's simple here, but the people are flying. You know, it's like freeway driving down there. I didn't think as many people lived in Cleveland. I know I LeBron lives near Cleveland. Yeah, they have the big championship. Good for them. The roads <laughs> suck and they suck. <laughs> I think we're good there. Though. We're good. We're, we're back on track. All right, so we're firing all cylinders again. So, yeah. So. How's how's fishing been at home? It's been uh, it's been like <laughs> it's been about as tough as it gets up here. You know, honestly, I mean, yeah, we're 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 it's a, it's a grind. The water tests are falling. Uh, the fish uh, seem to be uh, non-existent at times, but. Uh, yeah, you know, we saw quite a few guys out there. There was actually quite a few guys out today, and I suspect there was a fish stop, but I didn't see too much, too, too many folks stopping or too many fish going in net. That's a lot of trolling. I mean, my last couple, you know, it, it, it's just crazy how late you go through these stages, you know. Like, I, I fished all week, uh, casted, you know, half days with clients. Stuff, but I mean, we we literally saw like uh, one one fish casting. So uh, I've been riding back on the trolling, you know, putting four to six rods out, spending time, and you know we have got a few fish, but uh, it's slow. It it it, it 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 can't get any worse for this lake to put it that way. Wow! So you're at rock bottom. Mm-hmm. We're we're yeah. Now, I, you, you got a big one the other day. It did a really nice one. That was the highlight. That was a nice, very nice fish. Got it on a baker, seven-half-inch baker. And, uh, yeah, but uh, that was definitely the highlight. We, we've got fish. I had probably three or four, probably four, at least four guys. Just, we had a guy yesterday get one, too. So I had probably five guys in the first month, but that's just been it. There's been just a couple of opportunities all day. And, and uh, that's that, that, that's a lot, a lot of trolling, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of reeling and weeds. Today it just looked so fishy. The bait was off. It, it, it was a pretty discouraging day today. But you have a, you know, bait was up high, same place I had been getting fish. It was overcast. You know, kind of, kind of cool. Wind started blowing. Bats had, bats had little action. We had absolutely none. I think I call up the white bass for a little bit. Yeah, we we went out uh we stopped two days. We had really great group of clients. I mean they were very, very entertaining. Good people to have on the boat. Um, 
you know, they were making me laugh the entire, the entire trip. So much I had to, you know, I had to, like, hold myself back from, you know, really engaging in the, you know, silly conversation with them. I was just letting them go. I was, I was giggling the entire trip. But it was tough, you know. Today, it, it looked fishy, you know. There was, there was overcast and chop on the water and stuff, and, you know, Bait was piled up like crazy. I couldn't believe we didn't get more action than we did. But we got out there and early, and uh, I was trolling, and the one guy got his first muskie, 37-incher, and uh, hit the player board. And after that, we had, we had about 20 minutes later, I circled back through that bait and got another rip. And, I mean, there was just nothing for the rest of it. Seven hours after that, just pound in this area, and... Uh, Nothing. You know, it's kind of brutal coming through those trolling days, running six poles, and then you got to drive all the way to Wisconsin. <laughs> Great. Well, you didn't have to drive to Wisconsin. No, that's why we're here, guys. At the end of the day, if I start to get sure we want to do that? Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Like I said, it's a good, I, I need to get off the you know, hopefully you can be gone for, I won't start up till Tuesday again. Then I got the rest of the month booked up, so lots can change. It can change overnight to the good and to the bad, so. Now, what were the water? Yeah, the water temps were, I was getting lost all the way down to 72. I was at 73, yeah, yeah, I was 72, 73 today. Yesterday, I the north and the south, and it was odd. I mean, I was getting like 75 degrees temps pretty much everywhere. Okay, no way, rescue normally doesn't happen. But, uh, yeah, we're, uh, you know, fishing, fishing is fishing. We have some good guys. I fixed with a couple of these guys before, maybe like five years ago. They've really been looking forward to coming to Chautauqua. And, you know, sometimes timing is what it is, you know. As, as I always say, we are, we're, Vance and I are what these guys catch fish more. These guys are already talking about coming back, and they still are talking about coming back. So, yeah, it makes it a lot. It makes it a lot better when you get more than fish here and fish there, you know. But uh, that happens. It's musky. Well, you know the thing is, still, you you guys are still pulling a fish out, you know. And, and there's people out there, you know. I. I I'm holding a really good average this year, but then again, my average is skewed because I've been out what four times. Yeah, it, it, it a fish a day is is still off the charts. You know, you guys need to remember that. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean it's, it's tough though. It, you know, they, they're still having a good time, but you know, it's just tough going through those days and just getting you know one or two opportunities. And that's what the has been like pretty consistent. Um, the entire year, you know, we got the random good day, you know, and, uh, but, you know, Todd and I are on that lake a lot, and it's, the consistent thing is, you know, one or two opportunities a day, you know, I took those guys out yesterday, and we had two fish on, and, you know, the one got off, and, you know, both of got off, but the one was a real nice painter board rip, it just took it from the side of the boat, and then all the way back out, you know, Right back out the trans. It was a nice fish. I think mean, it hit going the other way. And uh, 
So, you know, when a nice fish like that gets off uh, of your line in and, and such a tough year, like, like this year, you know, it's one you think about. And uh, so that was unfortunate. But there's still action on the charters, and, you know, the clients still have to really enjoy themselves and learning a lot and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I, I still enjoy, I'm still having a blast doing it. It's just, you know, that's fishing. Yeah, I mean, you said the, the, the strangest thing for me here this last oh, month, I mean, actually a good portion of the season, you know, when you get to fish every day, I mean, obviously you should have a little bit of advantage over the guys who's coming out. You, know, you stay on certain bites. And I'll say it, and, and, you know, nine times out of ten, that's happening. I either got an area that's really, you know, that's hot for the casting bite, or I got an area that we're, we're getting, you know, Many multiple hits a day, uh, trolling, you know, whether it be in a door set, something. I just thought, you know, it sort of has something going on. And, uh, man, it, it, the way this fishing has been here recently for me is it doesn't matter if I, we've got them jigging the swim baits, a couple, you know, we cast the rafters up into the weed edges and you see a couple. You go troll all day and you, get a couple rips. They're just absolutely, you know, I guess there's just no, not putting anything together. And that's, that's what makes it tough. I mean, there's a lot of times that we're catching a lot of fish up here over the years where, you know, the lake isn't really maybe that hot, but I, I'm on something that, 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 that's really good. You know, sometimes you have guys that say, hey, man, you know, we really want to cast. And I say, well, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I thought we'd check out this area. I fished up last night. You know, we had four hits the last couple hours there. Okay, let's try that. And usually you can go out there and pick up a couple fish. Sometimes they go pick up a couple fish, and you've got to, like, let's just keep with it. And other guys are like, great, man, let's go cast. Okay, then, then we go do the other thing. But uh, that's the hardest part. That, that, you know, that's the hardest part for the guy. It's sure not just, we're just not putting anything consistent together. It really doesn't seem to matter where I pull in or where I troll or where I cast or, or jig. Uh, just the results have been the same, you know, just limited opportunities. But the fish are there, you know. You go for weeks without seeing a good one, and then all of a sudden we get a four-footer the other day, right? You know, in between two thirds dudes, uh, they're in there. Uh, and then they'll show up, you know. We're, we're, we're just waiting for those opportunities. And as Vance said, when you do when you do lose a good one, just that, you know, the way the fishing is right now, it's kind of have an inkling that it might hurt for a while. Mm -hmm. I don't know when it's going to happen again, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds like uh, guide problems to me. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep on them. We'll keep on them. Hopefully October, we'll get this water cleared up a bit. We're still really brown, a lot of algae. Uh, there's not much visibility for those fish. I mean, I, I think that always has something to do with it. I never really enjoyed fishing. But that algae's gone real hard. I, I can't say that it, but it's never like good fishing for the seeds, I'll put it that way. <laughs> now, we, we got a pretty good storm like Saturday night. Now, we're recording this Wednesday night. Did that do anything to the lake? It mucked it up even more. 
I mean, we had some really hard winds, at least where I'm at. I'm about 60 miles away. You know, I don't know if that blew a lot of the weeds one way. Did it, did it clear up the weeds? The algae? It, 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 it did do that a little bit. You know, we, we uh, uh, I did not deal with the floating weeds badly as I had in the past. Now, part, part of that has to do with, and that storm did come over on the, did come through on the weekend. So, so there were not many uh, boaters out there. I mean, you got to realize that if you've never been to Chautauqua, if you were, if you have, you doesn't matter, but uh, lots of weeds up along the shore, which is where everybody likes to ski. And I mean, every pass they make, they're chopping up the weeds. You know, on this lake, when you drive out for most of the footlots, just you drive out, you got to stop, throw your engine into reverse to clear your crop. Mm-hmm. Well, that stuff, it, it, there's your floaters, you know. So there was very little boat traffic this weekend, and uh, I think that always had to be. And, and we had nice strong winds, you know. The, the, there were areas that you just could not get into uh, because the weeds were really packed up. The wind was coming out of the But if you get that nice strong wind, you blow in the same direction. It does clear the lake up some. But, uh, you know, the, 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 the floating weeds are not like anything. That, 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 that was not the issue today. Still reeled in about 150 times, but, you know, not 350, yeah. Oh, so it's slightly better. Slightly yeah. better. Yeah. Well, that happens if you just play the wind, you know. It's getting blown towards one shoreline, and you think there's a lot of floaters. You know, don't pound the shoreline where the lights have to get out into. You know. Yeah, the lake tells you where it goes sometimes. Sometimes you're out fishing where we can, you know. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to... Looking forward to getting back there after something happens out here in Wisconsin. That's the plan. We'll see. <laughs> now, the, the thought is this. is Should you catch a fish in Wisconsin during the tournament, then you are invited to go to the Invitational? Going to be the top 35. Okay, so... <laughs> what? We, we, we obviously, we skipped number two. We did the first one... And, uh, you know, we caught a fish down cave run, and we did not do the second one, but uh, it's, it's pretty much, I mean, if, if we can register a fish in this tournament, we will, I mean, there's a very high, it's almost a guarantee that we would make the uh, fishing venues, they have two different, you'd, you'd have placed in two out of the three, you know, and uh, I'm not sure if we catch a fish in this tournament, we'll, we'll get the top 35 feet. We're sitting right in that area right now, 35, 38, stuff like that. Uh, so a fish is going to put us would, would put us in, and then we will be driving to Minnesota. But that we're going to get a fish first. Well, okay. So who will drive to Minnesota when you guys get done winning this tournament? Well, we'll probably take my truck. We'll see if the lines. We'll probably take the we'll, we'll probably take my if we go to Minnesota. It's gonna be a little cold. This not until later in the year in Minnesota. I have no idea where it's at yet. I mean, I know it's in Minnesota. It's gonna need that windshield. Yeah, the windshield be pretty tight. You're gonna need the other truck to pull the Ranger home. Uh-huh. That's true. That's yeah. So you take the that's the positive thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys can split the haul and motor. You know, th- this would be this would be kind of like a cocky move. 
Should you guys catch a fish in this tournament and you're like the only team that drives two trucks, you know, 20 hour plus drive, be like, yeah, we're bringing another boat home. Yeah, that, that, that's not going to happen. Yeah, we're not going to be doing that. What, bringing the boat home? Well, no, we'll have to make another trip or something. I'm not, I don't have that much positive energy. Yeah, I like to flick a gap. <laughs> I'd probably find like a like a like a U-Haul or something and just say I'm hauling this far. That's a, that's a lot of jacking around to drive home to drive back to drive home. Yeah, but I'll let it sit out there for a year. That up that really ups the resale. Now, we'll deal with that, like, believe me. I will gladly deal with that if it happens. Now, now <laughs> you know, like, when, when the Powerball gets to, like, $4 trillion, everybody's, like, going out and buying tickets, and they're, it's, oh, gosh, if I won that, I would do this. Let's just play that with the Ranger and the PMTT. Should you guys win the Ranger, what are you going to do with it? And, and be honest. Turn I mean, it in for money. Alex, turn it in for money. It's going to be sold, yeah. Yeah. You want the Ranger? I give it to you. I would love to have it, but I'd probably have to sell it to pay for what I'm doing at my property. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could win it. We could win it and just use it as the, the podcast headquarters, you know? That would be an. We would sawzall the hall and fit it into the new yeah. studio and. It would be it would be perfect. I, instead of having all this drywall that I'm putting up, it could just be the exterior of the hall and the gunnels of the Ranger that you guys want. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like trying to hit the fireball, trying to win one of these things. But uh, yeah, it, yeah, we would be selling it. We be selling it. I need some money, so I'm just a guy. I think it comes with like a one, what is it, a 115 or a 150 mark, something like that. Yeah. I don't even know what they're going to do. I think it's a 619 with a 150, I believe. I'm going to tell you what, that's that's a nice size rig. That's about 20 feet long. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, the, 19, the, I the 19s are just under 20, the, tw the 20s are just under 21, and the 21s are just under 22. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure they don't make an 18 anymore, so... Oh, okay. But, yeah. but someone might be needing a 150 for a new boat. Mm -hmm. I got a nice 9.9 that I'd put on the back of it. Take take that 150 off the, of, the, of the new Ranger. I'll put my 9.9 on the back of it and see what the market value is. With a 9.9. With a 9.9. Great for climbing. Oh, it'd be it'd be awesome. You'd probably go a solid four and a half miles an hour wide open. Yep, trolling speed right there. You get a headwind of ten miles an hour, and you're essentially holding place. Going backwards. Maybe. Yeah. Depends. You might have to, you know, shift your weight in the boat, and then you can maybe creep a little. I have to put it out on uh, the answer. Yeah, this fellow has a pretty big fiberglass boat, and uh, 
when I fished with them, I believe, I fished with them on Sunday. Now, they're up for two weeks. I fished with these, these people many times before. They, so they, they're, it was the first day of their two-week trip. And he fishes mostly down home there, fine-tuning and rain. And he just has a 20 horsepower on him. He was, so he's telling me a story last of what happened last season. He got into one of the big stock of windstorms, and it ended up in on, his, in on these docks where he literally was not, he was going, he, he was not making any headway. He couldn't move. He couldn't move. Wow. He got into the docks. His wife says, we need to get rid of some of this weight. So I guess they talked to someone and they dropped. This guy takes a lot of tackle. They dropped all the tackle boxes off on a, on a dock so they could get the boat back in. Right. Then I guess they went back around and picked everything up. But that's how they got out of it. They, they, they literally were, he really, he really got caught to where he was. He said, I, I was done. I was going backwards. He called, they called one of the marinas and said, can you come help us? And they said, yeah, 800 bucks. Oh, my And this guy doesn't swear. He said, hang up the phone, tell him to kiss my dick. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, we'll deal with it. 800 bucks for a tub. Yeah, to come get us. That's what they told him. That's Anthony all gas, ain't you? <laughs> he wasn't that far from that brand either. I won't say which one. Now, in that situation, I probably would have thrown the anchor out the front. And probably waited a few minutes, and hoping the wind would die. But uh, the, the you know the scenario might have been a little more dire than me just lobbing the anchor. Yeah, that, 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 that's what you're, you're supposed to do there. But I think he got. I think by the time he realized he wasn't making much headway, he got hit on the head. And, you know, Chautauqua. When you there's certain places on that lake where it gets it gets shallow and it's shallow a long ways from shore. I think he was actually like trolling along the edge of the weeds when he finally figured out that it was it was already too late, you know, it was like bottoming off and stuff. But yeah, it was an interesting story here. Nice. That's something. I've never experienced that. Even with my little four horsepower story in Presque Isle Bay that I told a few months back. Yeah. I was able yeah, to power through. That must, oh man! That yeah, that's close, but that's a classic story. I can't believe you got in from there. Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, part of it, as I said, I mean, you get into shallow water, so originally he's trying to trim his motor off and and get out of there, and that that's that's where he got into the problems. You know, so you trim up, you just catch, you know, you catch gear. <laughs> you, you lose your thrust and, and your. Yeah, it's a big spot, a big, like, he spot the boat and had, like, a 150 or 200 horsepower on it. But it, it, it's a big barge, really. But it's nice because it's roomy for him to do his trolling out of. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's actually a nice fishing boat, you know, but uh, not set up for 20 horsepower. Of course, when he's fishing down home, he doesn't get into the situation. He fishes boats like rain, it's just not going to get windy like that, you know. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I once, you know, I, I've seen many boats, you know, bigger boats, 18, 19 foot boats, 
that have motors that are way too small. And and the one that and the one that that I I, I like the most. And I'm not going to say exactly where it is. It's a tracker. It's one of their deeper V's, and it has like a 20 horse on the back of it. And yeah. when when I go buy it, there's not enough weight on the transom that the boat's V is actually like sticking out of the water. You know, it, it's it, it's not the water line is way too low on on the V, and the boat list just a little bit to one side or the other, like teeter totters. Yeah. Because there's not enough to get it to sink down in there and balance out, and yeah, and, and, and that's where this guy's boat is. It's like it's front heavy. There's no doubt. You tell the motor, so he's got a long shaft on there and everything, but it, it, it it's too high. But you know, you know, what 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 some people might not realize is, you know, we do have a lot of like he spends a majority of his time fishing, um, you know, horsepower lake. But as you said, you know, like, so we ran around in my boat a little bit. He said, God, this is just a little bit nicer. So he wanted to go down to the south bit, so he's staying up at the door. He said, yeah, it takes me about two and a half hours to troll down there. So, you know, we just troll down and troll back. You know, that's all you can do. But, uh, I mean, that's the way I fish climate sitting. I've gotten into problems with climate sitting with my 99 before. <clears throat> but I have a 160 or 125. And, uh, you know, a couple times I get into trouble, that's how I got out of trouble, is I ran the big motor to get out of trouble. Yeah, you know, I, I guess... Yeah. What's your feeling on those horsepower lakes? Like like the opinion of a horsepower lake? Yeah, I mean, they're... where we live, they have to be. I mean, look, you... you you know what Moraine would be like if they didn't have horsepower? I mean, you would never fish it. You know, they do it for, for you know, to keep them, you know, to keep the personal watercraft off. And, you know, it's nice to say, just make a lake 10 mile an hour speed limit, you know. But if they did a 10 mile an hour speed limit, you know what type of a weight my boat puts off when I'm going 10 miles an hour? The weights would be huge yeah. all over the lake, you know. So that's why it's not... You know, that, that, that's why the state does that. And I, you know, I can see why. A big lake like Climatoon, it would be really nice if they made it, uh, you know, opened it up for, for, for some bigger motors. But that's just, uh, it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that one lake that we have around here, Lake LaBeouf. It's just a little mud puddle. Unlimited horsepower, no wake. Now, it, it works because the lake is like 70 acres. Yeah, but yeah. you know something on those other other lakes. You know, I'm looking around. There, there's a lot more horsepower lakes around here than there are open lakes. Mm-hmm. And oh my, yeah. You know, it, it would almost kind of be, you know, nine nine or twenty because there's some twenty lakes, twenty horse max or six mile an hour speed limit. Some, you know, something to that effect, because a, a lot of boats with a nine nine just can't even can't even get over eight miles an hour. No, no. And, you know, but, but, but you know, the, the people you have two different ways that the people do it. Some people like to set their boat off, get a big boat. Sure, it's way under power, but they still got the comfort of doing it. And then you have the other guys. A lot of the guys doing, uh, you know, the 
bass tournaments and such, they're, uh, you know, they're getting real small little, you know, 15-foot hauls and putting a, a souped-up 20 on it, and they're buzzing around the lake going 25 miles an hour. Yep. They got a 30 with nine nine stickers on it. Yeah. I mean, it happens. See, when you go fishing at Marine, now that they went to 20 when they had the bass tournaments, I mean, guys are buzzing all over the place. Uh you know, they have little hop light boats and little little you know Carolina skiff boats that don't, don't, don't have much weight there and uh, they they're going fast buzzing <laughs> to their spots you know yeah the, you know I I don't know to me it's it the, the worst the worst is a boat that is just can't get on plane and it's just rolling that big wake off the back you get up on plane you hardly put anything out yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's one of those, you know. Will a speed limit work? Will a no wake work? I don't know. I just if I had more lakes that didn't require you know a horsepower restriction, I'd take that nine nine off the back of my boat and leave it off until I need it. You know. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It, it it it's kind of one of those weird things that I guess they just got to control it by horsepower and. Instead of running radar. Yeah, we have such limited amounts of lakes. I don't think a lot of states like the where we're headed out here to Wisconsin. I don't think they have many lakes like that. But you can you can spread the boaters over so much volume of water, you know. Uh, where we're at, we you know, there's just not enough volume of water to do that. You got to keep some fishes, the sailboaters, and all that. Did you ever tell the story of the guy getting one century sailboat? Yeah, did I tell that story? About how you caught the guy? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. I was thinking about that today because there was like one sailboat on the lake. Yeah. There's still some pleasure boaters out there. I mean, the, two days ago, it was, it was still real nice. It sucks to be those like, you know, real cold morning, so you're dressed up, and then it turned into, you know, it's a sunburn by the end of the day. So there was some good pleasure boating going on out there. There's some sailboats. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, the end of last week, it was a couple of us human days I fished all year. Yeah. It was tough. But uh, hopefully that's all gone. Long? Yeah. This is going to be an exciting trip. You know, we have a lot of fun down in Cave Run, and, you know, it's just, it hasn't hit us yet that we're going to do this. It probably will when we when we start fishing. But I mean, right now it seems like really hectic and out of place going and driving through the night to go and do this stuff. But you know, when you're in it and there's a chance, it's always fun. You know, it, 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 and that's really the reason we're going. So you know, there's that crazy feeling. You know, you get that there's, there's a chance for us to. Uh, do something here, so we're we're gonna give it a shot. So you're telling me there's a chance? I'm telling you there's a chance. I'm excited, you know. But right now it's just hectic. We finally hit a strip of uh, area here where I got you know just 300 miles to drive straight, so I could be a little bit more engaged. I was weaving in and out of traffic and stuff, and people were flying all over the place. So, but. Well, we'll change gears a little bit now that you can be more engaged. Vance did something. 
for the first time, was it last weekend or when, when was it that you came out? A week and a half ago? Maybe last week or a week and a half ago, I forget. Yeah, but Vance, you want to talk about shooting your rifle for the first time? Yeah, uh, six months later, seven months later, what is it, eight months later? Man. Nine months later. Nine months later, you know, you know, I, I basically, when did I buy that thing, in January? December, before Christmas. December, and then I, I finally shot the thing. Uh, I put like a, you know, 15 rounds through it, and yeah, it was fun, you know. We just went to the range. And uh, we, we we had we had a couple people. I, I, I'll break down the story because it's kind of interesting. Um, we we had a trailer full of stuff that I had to unload at 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 my my new place that I'll be moving to, and we got that unloaded. Then I I hop on this one like country road, but it's straight. It's like you can go really fast on. And I'm before we even turn on it, this I had to wait for this car that was turning right. I was turning left. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this car's going so slow. So we get about a mile up the road. The car just pulls over with the turn signal, waves us by. So we pass them and we get to the range, you know, probably what, five, ten minutes later. We walk down, we put up our targets, we get back and I hear a car pull in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have another person here. And it's the car we passed. It's the person you showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, great. Well, now they're they're here to kill us. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> we, we we had we had some some pretty powerful rifles with us, and it turns out that they brought little twenty two pistols, and they yeah. were setting up targets at like two yards. That's really not a place for a pistol, you know. It's not the pistol range. Yeah. So, anyways, we set up, and uh, they. We now have to share the range with these people shooting at targets, literally six feet away. And you know we have proper etiquette. We. We 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 kept it civil and stuff like that. I mean, there was nothing. I passed them. That's the only thing that happened. They didn't bring up the fact that I passed them or anything. But it was a little bit awkward. I'm sure you guys have been in situations you pass a car and then you get to your spot and then like you look behind you and that car you passed is like right pulling in and you're like, oh geez, I went by you like I was on fire. And so we, we get shooting a little bit and, the, and the, the one guy comes over and he goes, gives us this scenario where he, he, he talked to like a father and son and they were high-fiving for how good the son was shooting but they were shooting off of a bench in a rest, and he's like, that's the bench shooting for you guys. That's not really you being accurate. I don't know. It was it was weird. Because how do you explain to this guy who is sitting there trying to hit a water bottle at six feet and they, they hit it one every ten shots? Yeah, they were shooting gallon jugs on the ground. Uh about 20 paces away, maybe. Not even. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah, those ranges are crazy. I mean, I really enjoyed shooting the rifle and stuff and get a feel for it. In the last, last clip I, I put through it, I, I just kind of leaned up against the ball and shot. Got off the bench, you know. Gun's pretty accurate. The gun, the gun. I'm pretty happy with it. Vance did some good groups. I mean, for, for only being at the range for the first time in his life, he was getting, I would say, consistent two-inch groups at 100 yards, which the gun's more accurate than that. But Vance, keep in mind, has only shot like 20 shells in the last year and maybe his life. Yeah, yeah shooting a rifle, I guess, for sure. Thanks for getting used to, you know, and sitting on that bench, you know, I just really was trying to find a good feel of how it was supposed to, you know, sit up against my shoulder and stuff. But it was fun, you know, exciting, looking forward to hunting, but there's still some fishing left to do. Yeah. Those no. ranges are crazy. Yeah, I get hairy when other people are there because you got to trust those other people, you know. You hear all those horror stories. Hunting horror stories, range horror stories. Chris Kyle. Did, did, did you get the same adrenaline rush that you did when you first shot the 25 last year? Say it again? I remember when you shot that rifle before deer season, you had this adrenaline rush you were talking about. Did you have that same feeling this time? It's like, you know, the reception out here is crap for some reason. I'm having... Yeah, I, I've been getting an echo on the on, on the on the feedback. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have, I have fun shooting it. You know, I was a little bit disappointed in my group, but you know, I I like uh, you know I was I was going through the motions of like what I was actually supposed to do. You know, pull up the you know just pull the trigger and go for it. You know, quit thinking and. Uh, some flinch and stuff like that. Trying to get, you know, the field just pulling the trigger, you know, what what area of the finger was supposed to be in and whatnot. I kind of didn't like it when it was in the crease. Uh, and, you know, so I, I adjusted my, my trigger finger. And, and uh, you know, I don't know what, well, I think I'm accurate enough to kill a deer, you know, so... Yeah, and I, I guess I'll wrap up the, the, the quick shooting story with this. Uh, that if, if you guys listen to the hunting podcast <clears throat> that we did with Vance, the um, Vance shot a pumpkin at the last shot, and growing in that field, I had a pumpkin plant this, this year. So I, I, I did have one growing until it got chisel plowed and disked under. But that was a little piece of Vance left over. That's, that's terrible. You should have left that there, man. 
I'm going to tell you what, the, the, the guy that I had do it did a great job, but he did hit a lot of things I did not want him to hit. And, uh, but that's life when you're using a giant tractor to put in a yard. Yeah. They're running over everything up there. Yeah. Full force coming along nicely. It's getting there. I put a lot of work this weekend in it. Did some updates. Nice to see. Yeah, it did. Uh, also doing a couple videos on the uh, on the rod holders. I'm gonna post up another one here in the next couple days. Uh, just some more. Um, you know, if, if you if you follow anything on social media, that we posted a video of uh, the rod holders and whatnot. We have a couple. We're gonna do a couple more series on uh how convenient they are out on the water. Uh, Todd did a real good video on the down rod. We're going to do some other ones coming up here. Uh, we've got to find time to do it. It was funny when we were doing this, the video that I'm going to be posting up here. Um, we were like running from a storm. We were getting soaked. We were drenched. We were waiting for the storm to pass the entire time. And uh, we thought we... we, we you know, we thought we timed it up good, and then we just ended up getting poured on, and we didn't have any of our rain gear or anything, because we were just planning on going out for a little bit to, uh, you know, make this video. We got soaked, but the video turned out good. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I, I liked it. There was a point to where Todd looked off to his right. I think, Vance, you said lightning struck. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we did... We did hear some thunder crackling and had some lightning going on, but it's all safe. You're professionals. You're doing something way more dangerous, driving in the middle of the night to his car. Yeah? Yeah. Pulling a boat, doing a podcast? Podcast. Is Todd still awake? Is Todd still awake? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Barely. I didn't sleep much last night. Great. We're gonna find something more comfortable with and found it. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people working the weeds with the, uh, you know, you know, chucking base into the weeds and stuff, and you know, it's gonna be tough for us to maneuver around and that. But we'll figure something out. We got the X's going. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Get a big win for the X. How about Baker? He's sending us base up to the place we're staying. Stand up guy. I, I thought that he... It was a joke. Is he really doing that? He said he put him in the middle of... Yeah, he put him in the middle. We will see if they're there. But we don't have enough bait shoes. I got a summer nice for an extra hundred inch pants clothes. Yeah, uh yeah. We hopefully get lots of bait. Yeah, we're pushing a thousand. <laughs> and you're allowed to use one one line? One line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a tournament, a free fish like you said, that's why we gotta get 
that freaking, uh, you know, trying to find a hot fade or, or, you know, maybe a color or something. What we're looking for is a couple bites. You know, you get a couple bites on a certain style or type of ore, and, uh, you know, then it's really feel like you've got something for it. That's all we're looking for. Sometimes it's just a couple hits. But, uh, Now, were you running that seven and a half inch, like like you like your down rod, or was it on a board or a side rod? Were, were you? Yeah, it was neat to have one hit that first time out, right in the water, about 10 minutes. Still hit it a 
Yeah, I, I gotta go fishing. Yeah, I, I gotta go fishing. Oh. It kind of cut out there, but. Yeah, it, it was nothing of yeah, importance. It was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting yeah, a terrible. If those plugs, we will be. Uh, we'll try to get. Yeah, we'll try to get another one in on the on the return trip. We just tried to get a little bit of uh, stuff out and. Get everybody filled in on uh, what's going on, and you know, we'll try to do this again for the return trip. It's just spotty, and you know, stuff like that happens. Yeah. Now we we didn't discuss whose boat you're taking. I don't think we did. We're, we're taking my boat. How's it been running? Oh, it's been yeah, it's been fine. Knock on all this. You know, we got that, that uh, you know, beat the last time that we trailered it down to Cave uh, Run, and you remember that whole ordeal? That was a great podcast. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I did, I did two trips, and I, you know, I think I did, I filled it up, did about four trips, and then, you know, so. It's not full right now. We're going to fill it up when we get there. And uh, hopefully nothing's going on with that fuel pump piece uh, that, that I was getting. You know, that thing was getting plugged somehow. And I don't know if it was from too much gas in there and it's, you know, bouncing around on these roads and stuff. So we're going to try it differently and take it while, you know, quarter full and, or half full and hopefully we don't get any people when we go to fire it up. Well, if, if you do have problems, you're a lot closer to the factory in Wisconsin where that motor was made. Yeah. I'm sure they'd love to meet me in person. <laughs> well, well, you do have the hotline. Yeah, the hotline. Yeah. Wonderful. I, I know all about that hotline. <laughs> Got on speed now. Great. It's right next to 911. <laughs> 911 and then you for problems and then I'll call Mercury. Well, I guess you got a plan. Yep. Well, it's all going to be good. It'll work out. Nice. Nice. So, this podcast was brought to you by Baker Bates. Check out Baker Bates online. You're probably going to have to look on Facebook to actually uh, see anything. I don't believe he has a website. Uh, but <clears throat> Support Baker. He supports the podcast. So, we appreciate all of his efforts and... Uh, we we want to we want to keep this relationship going. So please let him know that you heard Baker Bates from the podcast and Fatty Z Musky products. FattyZMusky.com, Fatty Z Musky products on Facebook, Instagram, and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, MCFishingGuides.com, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook, Todd Young on Facebook. Give him a call if you're in the area. If he's open, Vance is open, they'd love to take you fishing. 
And uh, St. Croix Rods, best on earth. I am staying back. Sorry for the audio. It was a Bluetooth call. But uh, I think we had a little bit of fun. It's the drive to Wisconsin. And uh, good luck, Vance and Todd. You guys have any final thoughts? Ready to go, man. Ready to go. Got another few hundred miles. Yeah, quite a few hundred. Quite a few hundred miles. We'll punch face after the weekend. Keep us updated on Facebook and Instagram. Absolutely. All right. Uh, For everyone out there, good luck fishing and thanks for listening.